Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I normally never have cream puffs. <laughs> I never have kind of like linser tort or sacher tort or apfelstrudel or whipped cream. But yesterday I had it all. Why not? Beach day. It was so much fun. Did you guys see the pictures? Bro, who goes to the beach during the Super Bowl while LA's in the game, bro? I know. That that was odd. Who said who said rolling? Who who did say who said rolling? Who said rolling? I didn't I did someone say action? Do you need that cue? Do you need that to happen? Otherwise we can't start. Just to put the pressure on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm gonna, nothing. I'm taking notes. By the way, it's I'm watching how you're navigating. Exactly. And and <laughs> he goes, he goes, who's, who's, who's doing the sun? Yeah, who is doing the water? Where's my, where's my water? What, what about the sun? You guys are slacking off on the sun. What about the mic? The mic is a little bit high. Where's my seat? You know, so it's like the whole thing. Well, he's sitting on a table. Everything, yeah, everything is wrong. You pretend everything is wrong, and we have to start all over again. But right? then everyone is kind of more aware. <laughs> of that we, hey, we gotta be on guard. We gotta do this now, right? Kid, what are you kid, who about? said? Who said rolling? We are rolling. Who is laughing? He's a comedian, so he's usually making people laugh. He's also oh. hot. He's also oh, high as hell, Arnold. Laugh. Yes. <laughs> now I'm extremely so far, it's nervous. Not working, <laughs> but I'll, I'll get on the something. All right. So yeah, you pulled up a, a a tabletop to sit on. Here we are, Venice Beach Gold's Gym, ladies and gentlemen. We have Arnold Schwarzenegger on the Unreal, dude. Arnold, I gotta be honest with you. I'm falling apart, man. I'm a mess. It's the end of Super Bowl weekend, week, bit of a bender. And here you are, I walk in the gym, 8 a.m. You're pumping iron. <laughs> you really make me feel like a piece of shit, man. <laughs> Logan, you're not a piece of shit. You're just celebrating the day a little bit. Too much. Tomorrow you get with the program again and then you work out. Look, you, no one gets to where you are without working out hard and being disciplined and being having a clear vision and the drive and having the fire in the belly and having that want power and that willpower and all that stuff. So today you can celebrate every so often you have to slack off like I did yesterday. I normally never have cream puffs. <laughs> I never have kind of like linser tort or sacher tort or apfelstrudel or whipped cream. But yesterday I had it all. Why not? Today, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Maybe we hit the abs again, right? Maybe we blow the visor. I just got you're supposed to laugh at the time of the <laughs> What is the matter with you? I'm so sorry. You're supposed ah, to. You're ah, so, there you are. Very good. Perfect. Perfect. We, do, we do have a live laugh anyway. track, a live audience here. Uh, Kev, if you could just do a quick pan of the set. Um, looks like we got some carpet blocking the sun for the next 10 minutes until it gets a little higher, at which point you two will have to raise it another six inches. Uh, that's interesting. Usually you do squat jumps, box jumps on those, holding up the. Uh... <laughs> but I'm re- sitting on a table. I know. <laughs> I love how there's weights on it and legit weights on it. Yeah. Where'd you yeah, Where'd you watch all. the game, Arnold? I watched it at home. You did? Yeah, yeah. We had, I had a few friends over, and it was really nice. You didn't know I had my commercial playing there, my commercial for BMW iX, the electric BMW, because I'm a real fanatic about uh, getting off fossil fuels and uh, making more cars, giving people a choice basically between the fossil fuel cars and electric cars and hydrogen driven cars and stuff like that. So BMW came to me like a few months ago and said, would you like to do a commercial for us for an electric car? We're coming out with one that goes from uh, zero to 60 in 4.6 seconds. And it goes like 325 miles before you have to recharge it. I said, wow, this is really fantastic. And it has 500 some horsepower, 524 horsepower. I say, I'm in, is I'm in. Is this a brand deal? Is this, right are you getting are paid you for this? Commercial right now? Are you getting paid extra to do it on this podcast? Why? Because <laughs> people are going to buy it now. Our audience loves no, it. You want to no, tell no, us no, where no, they can I, find I, out I'm more not selling the day, the day I'm not selling anything. I'm just trying to give you the reason why I jumped at it because it was like very funny. 
the commercial and it was like a good product. So I, I said to myself, I should do it. And so I watched it yesterday at the Super Bowl. It was the first quarter it was on and it was very funny. I played Zeus. I played the father of Hercules, right? Yeah. right? And I played Hercules 50 some years ago. Hercules in New York, <laughs> which- um, It was a great movie. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, so when my kids didn't cooperate really well and didn't turn out the lights or didn't make their bed, I always said to them, I said, if you don't make your bed and if you don't wash your laundry and if you don't turn out the lights, I'm going to make you watch Hercules in New York 10 times. <laughs> and they mean that the, the room was clean. They it's were spotless. really cooperating well, yeah, because they hated that movie so much. Watching it over and over, I tell you. Dude, it's got to be weird being you. What Ma the, what imagine that? being his kid, what that's like. I know, that, you, that's tough. You, But you got You're great right. kids. Yeah. Great I'm friends with your son Pat. Yeah. I know, I know. And and even even you got that brand new son-in-law Chris Pratt. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's I mean, uh, we're very lucky to have such a great, great man coming into our family. And uh, Catherine is very happy. Yeah. Obviously, she's really in love with him, and they're not expecting a second baby. Um, yeah. I don't know exactly what it's going to be—a boy or girl. Uh, but eventually, they will tell me, or they don't know, and they will just find out when uh, the baby arrives. You know. So cool, man. So yeah. family oriented. You had such a successful career. And it's interesting because you're super multifaceted, too. Like, there, there's almost like there's three Arnolds, right? There's like movie star Arnold, there's athlete Arnold, bodybuilder Arnold, and then political, poli yeah, political yeah, Arnold? Arnold. Yeah, the governor. Which one is your favorite to be? Well, I tell you, um, <clears throat> you know, as you get older, you discover kind of more different sides of yourself. You know, because when I was your age, uh, Logan, I only thought about being the greatest bodybuilder. I want to have the biggest arms, the biggest tries, the biggest delt, have the best posing routine, beat everybody and go from competition to competition, be the winner and become the greatest bodybuilder of all times. But then you get older a little bit and you go to the next phase and you say, well, I cannot do that forever. Mm. What's next? So then you say, well, you know, acting, my, my heroes, Reg Park and Steve Reeves, those guys that played Hercules, they went from bodybuilding into acting. So I said, maybe that's what I should do. So I, I, I started that. And that was, of course, as intense about that as it was with bodybuilding. And I started, you know, working on it on my speech classes and uh, accent removal classes, acting classes, English classes and all those kind of things. And uh, I started working my way up until I got finally Conan the Barbarian and Commander and Predator and all this. And I was on a roll. And then, uh, you know, you get the, the, the place where all of a sudden you have done so many movies where you say, you know, I'm not really that excited anymore to do another movie. Maybe I should do something else. And just at that <laughs> time, they had a recall election in California to recall Governor Davis. A total recall. And so I said to myself, well, here's a good opportunity. I run for two months. It's not like a whole year or two years of running. I run for two months and then it's the election on October 7th. And so then I jumped into in doing that. And uh, I really enjoyed the political life after I won and uh, really had a great time. But then you get older after that, when you're finished with that, then you start your institute and you start the Schwarzenegger Institute and you start getting more and more into helping other people. Because you know, when you're young, it was all about me, yourself, me, me, yeah. me. Then eventually as you get older, it becomes more and more like, not just me, 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 but we, we, we. Mm. How can we all success be mm. successful? How can we all be healthy? How can we all train? How can I inspire other people to train? How can I write more books about training? How can I have more seminars? How can I be out there more and inspire millions of kids to train and to get maybe into politics and to get into acting and to let them know that they can be successful? You know, I'm, I'm so, so, so what I'm saying is there's another side of me now that I discover, which is really, caring to help other people and uh, there's the artistic side you know like from here i go over to my office and i paint <laughs> with my daughter because it's valentine's day so we're going to paint some heart shaped things and for you know for her <laughs> mother and for her and she's going to make them for me in order and we just paint so there's another side of me so there's many many sides that we all have i think that comes out as we get older it seems to me were you always good at at balancing bodybuilding and emotional stuff and all that that entire range of of uh versatility or do, do you have to work to get to a point where you can get emotional and paint hearts well i i um uh, <laughs> it is not so much emotional 
It's just that when you have children, yeah. all of a sudden you say to yourself, do I want to buy Christmas cards? Do I want to go out and buy birthday cards? Or can I go and paint the Santa Claus? Can maybe, I remember from my days when I was in elementary school and in middle school in Austria, we painted. So I said, maybe I should just get some colors and start painting you know, my Christmas cards and my Valentine's cards and my Easter cards and birthdays and all of those things. Uh, and make an effort. And so I started getting into painting only because of my kids, not because of emotions or anything else. It was just the kids. And so one thing inspires the other thing. And so then you discover that there's you know, feminine side in you, there's a masculine side in you, there's an artistic side in you, there's a giving side, there's a selfish side, there's a powerful side, there's a weak side, there's a vulnerable side, there's a leadership side. You know, you, you discover all those different things. But you have it. <clears throat> Sorry, it's hard to speak and um, to form thoughts, mainly because of my hangover. <laughs> uh, but uh, but you have the means and the curiosity to do all the things like your your ability to evolve and adapt innately. I think like I'm listening to like in short, you decided to become governor because you were bored. You decided to become a movie star because it was the next best appropriate thing. But you had the means to do it. Right. And it's funny. I hear you talk about accent removal classes, but I feel like it's so you and it, it played such a massive role in like what you ended up doing and the roles you ended up getting. Um, but I think most people don't have that thing that they want to do more. I say it all the time. Life's not short. You just got to do more. And you're clearly climbing your second mountain, um, right? Your first being that of your own personal pursuits, goals, endeavors. And then the second being um, service, providing to other people, spreading your arms and using the things and the knowledge you've learned to, to, to be the best person and contributor to the world that you can. You have a mini pony running around your house <laughs> while you paint. Like you have a beautiful family. It's all the things. And you continue to grow, evolve, and adapt. Even like this podcast, which I found out today was your first, let's call it like Gen Z podcast, which we're honored to, to, to be able to like, I don't know. Have them on. Yeah, yeah, I mean, show them in an open format to an audience that probably maybe, I don't know, like maybe they haven't watched a Terminator, which I find disgraceful. Horrifying. But like maybe a seven-year-old hasn't seen John Or Carson Predator or something <laughs> like that. Or, or uh, Junior with Danny DeVito. Twin, twi well, no, Junior, junior as well. Junior. Which, I, which I found out that you were high on. You were stoned out of your mind. Is that true? Um, hold, hold, for plane. Hold, hold for playing. Hold for playing. Let's do that again because I think people maybe missed your question. No, no, no. Junior, <laughs> Danny DeVito, great movie, which I found out recently that you were stoned out of your mind on. High, high as hell. Well, not the whole movie. <laughs> you have a great uh, PR team, by the way. They're just like lighting up. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's that guy. It's that guy with the notepad. Yeah. Sending the, the cars. They're talking about him getting high. <laughs> Send a plane over it's, quick. It's not, it's not the whole movie of Junior. So right. what happened was, as uh, I was uh, saying um, on Jimmy Kimmel uh, the other day, I was like explaining that uh, Danny pulled a trick on me. You know, we were smoke, we both smoked cigars. And then after lunch, he gave me a stogie, a long, beautiful Monte Cristo. And after I smoked it, we went back to the set and we continued our scene. And all of a sudden I forgot all my lines. And I forgot that I even did the scene in the morning when they said to me, he says, Arnold, it's a continuation of the scene we did in the morning. I said, I cannot remember what I did in the morning either. I said, I don't remember anything. And, 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 and so I realized after an hour and a half later, I finally got, got my memory back and I started remembering now the lines. And I said, okay, I'm ready now to do my close-up. I said, let's switch the camera around and all this. And I saw Ivan Reitman uh, who sadly passed away last night, I have to say. I'm really, oh, really depressed that, about that. Yeah, terrible. He was 75 years old. I don't know what happened there. But I mean, in any case, um, uh, he and Danny DeVito were always kind of smirking and going like... <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what, what's going on between those two? Well, obviously, Ivan was in on the whole thing. And I felt kind of like um, terrible that I didn't remember my lines, that I'm wasting everyone's time. And uh, But, you know... They were perfectly fine, and we just switched around, and Danny did his close-up first and all this. And then I realized that Danny put some marijuana <laughs> in front of the cigar, stuffed it in there. I had some visual effects guys, or some of the people, the prop guys on the set do it for him. And so I got loaded, and I was just forgot everything. So it was one of those things. So it was not the whole movie. It was this one moment, this one afternoon 
for an hour and a half that I had absolutely no memory. <laughs> One time I was so high, I forgot who I was. Do you know how scary that is? I know. You're telling me. <laughs> Yo, on a movie set? I know. I've, I've gotten high where like, I'll literally be forming thoughts, and by the end of the sentence, I forgot what the beginning of the sentence was, and I'll just be like completely, i just stay quiet. You're also you're also in some deep shit right now. Oh, uh, I apologize. Why am I just because you're always like, you're a pothead, dude? Like, oh no, uh, yeah, I have issues. You have issues. Yeah. Like, what are your issues? Uh, well, like I, I got into issues. Smoke. Issues. 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 Wow! Wow! Right? Wow! Wow! Yeah, issue. Wow. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> It, the, the, issue, the, the issue, the issue, is you. Yeah, exactly, you it's should be you. a therapist. Man. I feel so much better. <laughs> you feel better now, yeah, right? I feel great. Yeah, you don't have to pay. Don't worry about it. You just have to go out and twenty sets, triceps. Okay. okay, okay. okay. <laughs> All right, good. And Big please never interrupt this guy. We interrupt this program to bring you a word from our sponsors. As you guys know, I live in Puerto Rico now, so it's actually very important that I brush up on my Spanish. This episode is sponsored by Babbel. Babbel is the best language app because it teaches real-world practical conversations like for travel, business, relationships, etc. They're short 10-minute interactive lessons and they have a 20-day money-back guarantee. 2022 is the year of self-improvement. Learning a new language is definitely the way to go and Babbel is here to help. Walking around Puerto Rico, I've definitely felt more comfortable knowing that Kevin can speak Spanish for me. <laughs> but eventually I will learn it. Honestly, Mike, do you know some of my favorite phrases in Spanish? Uh, no. Would you care to tell me today? Sure. Donde esta mi esposa? You know what I like? Me gustaría comer una hamburguesa ahora mismo. <laughs> I just got my subscription. I'm sorry. I'm working on it. 65% off of yours and start speaking a new language today with Babbel. Thank you, Babbel. Back to the pro. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I say we stay on this movie tip for a second. You've, mm, you, mm. you have done, I mean, <laughs> some of the most well-known, prolific. Over $4 billion as a, as a lead in movies. Crazy. the box office, yeah. Movies of all time. My yeah. father is probably one of your biggest fans in the entire world. He's going to be insanely jealous that yeah. I did this. What would you say is the is the work that you're most proud of and that, you're, that you, you remember the most uh, intimately and that you love the most? Well, you know, I think that overall, I don't want to pick a movie because to me, the action movies were as important <clears throat> as the comedies were. And I was very fortunate that I could show that I am really good in the action genre and that I also could cross over and do comedy. That, that's very hard to do very because, hard. as you know, hard. it's very, it's, it's, but I mean, do crossover no matter yeah. what is, you know, it's like uh, all of a sudden seeing Dustin Hoffman playing Conan the Barbarian won't happen, right? <laughs> because it's not believable. So the, the trick of it is how do you make it believable? that you as this action guy can actually be funny or the circumstances can be funny. And so that to me, I think I was the proudest that I was able to do that. And that's why I'm so upset about uh, Ivan Reitman, the director of the movie Twins and Ghostbusters and all this movie Dave and uh, Junior and uh, Kindergarten Cop and all this stuff, uh, that he passed away because it was Ivan Reitman that was in Aspen with me when we was up there skiing and one night we sat together with Robin Williams and uh, Robin Williams and him said to me, uh, you're really funny, Arnold. I didn't know that side of you. And, and I said, well, I said, you know, because in the movies you just see the serious Arnold that, that says, I'll be back. You know, <laughs> or, you know, putting the knife through the heart and saying, stick around. Uh, and, and all those things, you know, or kill someone and just, just say, just, please don't disturb him. He's dead tired, you know, <laughs> and uh, all, all this kind of lines. So, so, I mean, this is, uh, so I, I said to myself, this is what Ivan Reitman knew. This is what Robin Williams knew of me, but they didn't know the other Arnold. And so the, he then suggested, he says, you should do comedy. And I said, Ivan, if you write one for me and if you direct it, I could go and do this. I said, but I need the help. 
and I need the push, and I need someone that pushes me along with this and convinces the studios that that's what we should do. Because the studios kept saying to me, says, Arav, we're not going to give you a comedy <laughs> because we make so much money on action movies. Why would we all of a sudden change? Don't fix what isn't broken. Right. right? So Ivan then helped me, and that's how we did then the, the first project, which was Twins. And that's when I broke into comedies. And Danny DeVito was extremely helpful also. And we had a, we had a good time. So I'm, I'm proud of that. But I think the, the key thing is, is I think that um, you have this in you, that desire to grow, or you don't. Because that's where it all begins. You know, we can talk about the details from here to eternity. And I think that's why I'm also sitting here today and doing this podcast because I admire you guys. Thank you. No, I really do. Because I always say to the guys, everyone, I said, this is so great. These are ordinary guys from Ohio that go and says, we want to be special. We don't want to just be ordinary guys. And we are willing to put the effort into it. We are willing to make the sacrifices. We're willing to fight for it and to go and work for it and train for it and do all of this kind of stuff. And which takes hours and hours and hours of every day and discipline and all this stuff. And you guys don't just talk about it, you do it. Mm. And so I, I was, it's so refreshing to have guys like this come on the scene, especially the day with the social media and with the way things work, uh, to kind of to do things in a different way than everyone else. And that's what I did. I did my, my, my whole way and road in my life was always different than everyone else's. And that's why I could relate mm, to mm. you and your brother so well that you do things differently than everyone else does. You know, and I love that. It's a refresh, refreshing. So here we are sitting here. You know, I admire Ooh, you guys. Man, and uh, you guys admire oh. me. It's, it's really fantastic. Dude. Yeah. I'm honored. That's a lot that is a um, and we're doing the slap fest I'm together flattered. dude okay 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 son okay. of a gun okay I mean, this is gonna be big time <laughs> because i've never seen this live <laughs> dude i can't imagine being in that arena watching these guys slap the shit out of each other i know let me tell you this and you this i don't know if you know this all right so okay breaking here's the alpha uh arnold and i are presenting the slap fighting championship in columbus ohio on march 6th you may have seen this event go viral online where two men or women stand across from each other and slap the shit out of each other slap for slap it started in russia then it moved to poland then it got some infrastructure now they're bringing it to the united states we're doing it at the arnold classic your bodybuilding event uh i think on the last day and him and i are presenting why this is hilarious is because as you know i was supposed to go to russia to enter the slap contest. I don't know if you know this, Arnold, but yeah, I know but because I saw the documentary. The documentary. Yeah, I did I remember I watched everything. Dude, we did a full on script. We were gonna go there and scripted had scripted like a, a mockumentary about it. like he was gonna get his head slapped off. He you were gonna enter too. You were gonna fall in love with a, a minesweeper, a yeah. Russian woman that looked for old landmines in yeah. Russia. You yeah. were gonna fall in love with her. A full on backstory. We wrote a whole backstory <laughs> and then we didn't Well, because I slapped the guy and I'm right. like, Oh, this is a real violent sport. And also, what if that happens to me? You know, like, I, I don't know, not for me, but the guys that are participating, huge, massive. The guys headlining the fights, the one guy's name is Zales. He's 16 and 0. He's a professional. He's a monster. He's a monster. A monster Takes yeah. people's heads off. Oh, yeah. Versus, no. versus a, uh, uh, a Hawaiian guy named Koa. I think they call him the crazy Hawaiian, who is like America's version of the fucking slap champion. So like, dude, it's going to be on Famio, March 6th, pay-per-view. Him and I are presenting, which is going to be hilarious. But I yeah, it's going to be great because uh, why this is the perfect um, event is because the Arnold Classic is a sports and fitness festival. And we never kind of choose and kind of have an attitude about no matter what the sport is. So people ask me, says slap competition. Why would you have that? I say I got the same question when we had an axe throwing uh, competition, <laughs> and then they ask the same question when we had the, the the you know the Scottish Games competition where they throw when they when they carry around those heavy beams and then and and and, and then throw it. Say so why would you have that? Why would you have archery? Why would you have uh, an event uh, for people that uh, that uh, handicapped, physically handicapped? And all, so we have everything. We have sports after sports after sports. We don't judge anything. We are only there to have people be able to compete 
and have people to watch and be entertained and inspired by watching all the sports. Yep. That's what it is. Yep. And we're going to, I know, we're going to have a great time watching the slap competition as long as we don't get slapped. <laughs> and then uh, we're going to watch them competing. They're doing exactly what they want to do, compete in this sport. And the audience will just love it, watching those things. Guys going down, because as you could see, as you saw in your video, how guys got that went down, passed out they crum they because of a slap. And it's just dead. So people like the drama. Yeah. Then they pick them up and then they slap again. And they <laughs> oh, it's just wild <laughs> what's going is. on there. So I think the Arnold Classic will not only have the world's strongest man competition and not only have the powerlifting competition and the weightlifting competitions and, and the the world's most muscular man there and the most perfectly perfect physiques and the women's competitions and all that. We will have it left and right from Friday through Sunday, those kind of competitions. And I'm so happy that you come there. You have been there at the Arnold's Classic watching it. I know that. So and so you're going to be, here's I'll a, be back, right? I'll be back. <laughs> exactly. I, I got a little sentimental story. So the Arnold Classic takes place in Columbus, Ohio. I'm from Ohio. When I was 11 years old, my papa took me to the Arnold Classic. And I got within this close of Arnold himself wow. on video. I remember you walked by, you were doing, you know, your little rounds to the crowd yeah. and I like scooted through and you walked by me. I, I may have even like touched your arm and I was like, dad, I touched him. I touched his arm. <laughs> and, I, and I looked for the video on Facebook. I couldn't find it this morning, but it is absurd how truly full circle life can be. Like, man, I can tell you when I saw you that time. I didn't know I'd be coming back over a decade later to present what I consider to be one of the most entertaining, fastest growing combat sports. Uh, so, I mean, <laughs> kids, go for it. Anything is fucking possible. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm telling you. That's I'm telling sure. you, this shit's crazy. That's He's sitting sure. right there. Yeah. And a decade ago, I was like, wow. And it's nuts, man. But and you see, this is the important thing. To inspire people and to let them know anything is possible mm. and i'm talking about not just people in hollywood but i want to reach to that little village in poland mm. that little village in ukraine in russia in china in africa in the middle east where the poorest of the poorest people is if they can watch this and they see ordinary folks can make it mm. You know, I want to inspire those people there and say, you can do it. Just have a vision and have the will and just chase your vision. That is the most important thing. You can do it. Look at me. I come from a little Austrian village. There was a population of 800. <laughs> Everyone said to me all the time, forget it. You will never make it. But then I saw Reg Park in the movies. And then all of a sudden I got inspired. You know, so I had kind of I had a way of looking at the world. Uh, through the movies and I got inspired and this is what we're doing here today is inspiring people come out and watch it look at uh, Logan look at his brother look at so many people look at Muhammad Ali look at Mike Tyson these are people that came from nothing and they worked their way up and it became something you know it can be done so this is what it's all about is inspiring everybody I love that message it's funny it's just you know the people who are successful are all saying the same thing. Yeah. Like, there's a through line to yeah, it. Yeah, you can you do know? it if you work hard. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like a sacrifice and surrender. I think the, the hardest part for most people, and you always do a good job of like relating this back to um, the audience, is, is is that surrender to the unknown, the uncertainty. Like, you, you know, it might not be super apparent right off the bat what's going to happen with your life, but That's okay. you have to surrender yeah. and then just sacrifice everything you fucking got to go get your shit. You're the epitome of it. My dad told me about your story when I was uh, when I was young. How you would you would train uh, in between in between sessions in the war, right? Or, or you were in, in boot camp. I was uh, I was in the military, and uh, I was a tank driver, and it was in the Austrian army. And I remember we were in maneuver, and at night, you know, we parked our tank. We first dug a hole underneath the tank that deep so we could sleep underneath the tank without the wild boar going after us. And that was always the danger because we're surrounded by wild boar and stuff like that. And um, there was no enemy because it was just a maneuver. Uh, but I mean, so around seven o'clock at night when it got dark, I then went and opened up this compartment in my tank where you have the tools in case your tank breaks down. But I didn't have tools in there. I gave the tools to some other tank uh, driver and I had my 
a collapsible kind of bench that you could put the legs together and all this and then do your flies. I had my dumbbells in there. I had my barbell blades and the barbell, the bar in there. And I started working out. And we all were working out like two hours before we went to sleep at night. So we, we, were, so we were training and then we were eating and then we went to sleep. And the next morning we got up at five o'clock again to continue on with the maneuver. But there was like a daily occurrence. It was just, you know, all about, you know, I got to go and become Mr. Universe. It didn't matter if I was in the military. It didn't matter if it was a tank driver or that the food was shitty. Uh, you know, that we just mo mostly ate potatoes there. And I mean, in order to, nothing mattered. It was just, I got to train every day. So it was that kind of a discipline. So that's, I think, what your dad talked about. Do you think having that goal helped you? Because oftentimes I find a good idea or a goal can plague me in the best way. It's all I care about. Absolutely. I think that... Uh, we don't operate well if we don't have a mission, yeah. if you don't have a specific vision and a specific goal, because then you have something to shoot for. I mean, look, every single airplane that takes off knows where they're going. Yeah. Imagine you have the most sophisticated airplane in the world and it takes off and doesn't know where to go, mm. right? It's not going to have a successful mission, no right. matter what. Mm. And so this is why it is so important to have a mission, to have a specific goal, because then every rep that you do, every workout that you do, will get you one step closer to that goal. And you know why you're doing it. You never ask yourself at 6 in the morning, why the hell am I doing another 500 sit-ups? Why am I getting up at, at 5 in the morning and go to the gym? <laughs> you know why. Yeah. I mean, I always knew that for every rep I did, every set I did, every squat I did, every bench press I did, every chin up I did, every leg raise I did, was to get one step closer to becoming the world champion in bodybuilding. And it felt good. Mm. And I had a good time doing it. And I was smiling in the gym doing it rather than like other guys that had this kind of a clamped face, you know, all pissed <laughs> off looking that they had to me. do another set. You know, I never, I knew exactly why I was in the gym. And still today, I come in here, I do my sets, I do that because I'm I'm from 75 years old. You know, I got to go and stay in shape. I'm doing more TV shows. I'm doing a TV series. I'm doing more movies. I want to be in shape and I want to, you know, look according. It's already tough enough as it is uh, to stay in shape. So you got to do it no matter what. Back me or your favorite Barstool personality on the Barstool Sportsbook today and get exclusive boosted odds and the biggest action in sports. Check out our boosted odds under in the exclusive bet with Barstool section of the app. Hurry! These exclusive boosts won't last long. You must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, or Virginia. To bet, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee red line 800-889-9789. Back to the program. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, I was going to ask, like, do you? You've done it all. Why do you still come to the gym? You know, 75 years old, I mean, you you, you, you did the Mr. Universe. Well, for the same reason, uh, you know, we talked about that. For the same reason as why am I having breakfast today? I had breakfast yesterday at breakfast 10 years ago. Why am I still having breakfast? Right? It's like, <laughs> it's oh, part of your day. Why am I still sleeping? Right, right, I right. slept five, 20 years ago. I slept 10 years ago. <laughs> so I'm still sleeping every, it's so, every night. It's so rooted in who you are. Exactly. So, so it's the same as with training. Training is part of my life. It's that simple. Nothing will ever change until I die. I will be working out and I will be having a great time in the gym and I will be getting the pump and I, I, and, and I want to feel good, you know? And like I said, it's tough enough as it is with the, when you get older, but you have to hold on as much as you can and you have to still watch what you eat and all of those kind of things. So it, it's, it's all good. No cream puffs. And you know what's the greatest thing? Cream puffs. The greatest thing is... None of green puffs. Well, that is great too. <laughs> but that we are in America. Think yes. about this for a second, huh? You know, people, we, we, we know that we have, there's a disarray, right? I mean, the Democrats and Republicans don't get along and there's the fighting on Capitol Hill and, you know, not much is getting done and all of those kind of things. But one should never, ever forget that we are still 
in the greatest country in the world, right? Because when I go overseas, people are still today, just like 20 years ago and 50 years ago, come up and say, can you help me get to America? Can you help me get to California? I want to get over there. It's the greatest place. There's nowhere else I want to go. They don't ask me to go to China. They don't ask me to go to Australia. They don't ask me to go, can you help us go to the Middle East or to Africa? No, they ask me to come to America. Absolutely. I was going to bring that up. You talk a lot about chasing your dreams and going after what you love and what your passion is. And California, for the longest time, has been a state that people go to to chase their dreams. It's always been that, right? And I came out here six years ago and immediately fell in love with the state. Fell in love with the coastline, with the beaches, with the girls, with the weather, with everything about this state. And uh, lately, there's been a ton of slander a ton of bad talk about California, about how it's being run, about the the, the status here and the state of things. What do you think is the biggest, uh, ha- having run the state at one point, what do you think is the biggest obstacle that we're up against as Californians right now? Well, I think that the, the biggest obstacle is that we have a political kind of a situation where Democrats are basically running the state. And not that their policies are necessarily bad a lot of times, but I mean, what I mean is, is that there's no balance between Democrats and Republicans. When we get the most accomplished is if there's a good balance. And when people sit down and you meet in the middle and you get things done, just like when I was governor, I worked with the Democrats as well as I worked with the Republicans. And we got things done, not everything, but we got things done. Uh, never mind. He's, fi- uh, he's fired. You're, he's you're fu- lighting fired. guys falling all over oh, the no, place. That's, that's Dylan. He's our uh, We are not going to say uh, anything. He, he had producer. a late night. He's doing okay, the best. Guys, he's okay. doing the best. <laughs> so, the, so he goes, Sup, So this is the problem <laughs> the two in party, California. Yeah, so yeah. We, we don't have a two party system, yeah. so to speak, where there's more of a balance. <laughs> and it's in the leadership thing. You know, it's, 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 it's uh, uh, we have had, um, you know, for 20 years the, or 30 years the homeless problem and it doesn't get solved. Then you have the the problem of the taxes going up and that's not being solved. Then you have a problem that we have, uh, you know, a a, a spending problem and that's not being solved. And then we have an infrastructure problem uh, where we don't have the electric lines, the power lines being buried in the ground. We have an infrastructure problem that we don't have, you know, the water system fixed, that we have a water system where we don't have droughts every year and just really go and uh, build an infrastructure that collects the water and keeps the water so that we have enough water. So there's a lot of the high-speed rail thing has been in lately in the news a lot that the, the costs keep, keep going up and it's not going. So there's a very complex so issue. There's a lot there. of problems. But there's, but there's complex issues. They're right. not easy to solve. But I think they're just easier to solve when you have two parties mm. come together and solve those problems together. together. So that's, that's as simple as that. But as I said, I remember when I came to this state, it was the same thing, you know, there was the, the, the major, major problems in America. There was 1968, where the big demonstrations with the Democratic Convention in Chicago, and there was the Vietnam War, uh, then there was, uh, you know, afterwards there was Watergate, and there was all kinds of, of, of problems that we had in America, but I still said, this is the best place in the world. And so no matter how bad we do, it's still the best place. And remember that California, what happened up there? Yes, yeah, so uh, I'm yeah, saying now yeah, we gotta- But I mean, uh, I, I think, foot, huh? no, no, it's okay. I, I think that the, the, the key thing is, is that we know, you can look at California also in a positive way, and this is that it is the fifth largest economy in the world. So we're not only number one economically in America, by having the greatest GDP of $3.3 trillion or whatever, but we are the fifth largest economy in the world, right behind China, Germany, Crazy. the United States itself, right? I mean, just think about that. So we are really uh, unbelievable in Japan. So those are the four countries that are ahead of us. Everything else is behind us. So this is for a state, really <laughs> extraordinary. So yes, we have our problems, but it is a jewel. It's a jewel. And now, I'm going to go to another jewel, yeah. which is my daughter. She's waiting in my office go, and she's go. painting. She's going to paint with me because it's Valentine's yeah. Day. So it's daughter's daddy kind of painting together. I hope yeah. you you excuse me. And it was great to talk to you guys. Amazing, and let's man. do it again. Have to. And Have I can't wait to see you in Columbus. Let's go March okay, 6th, baby. March uh, the championship. 4th, 5th, and 6th, exactly. Dude, we appreciate you. Thank, Thank you for coming you. out Impulsive. It's the number one podcast in the world. That's a fact. Arnold Schwarzenegger, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Logan. An honor. Thank you. An honor. Dude.
I say we cut to that angle right now. The one pointed towards the sky. <laughs> All right, so Arnold, Arnold just Arnold just uh, went to go paint uh, with his daughter, which I think is so cool. I, I love him. Wow, I dude. love that guy. He's incredible. So I have a. I just did a podcast called Unwaxed with Sylvester Stallone's daughters. Unbelievable, like beautiful, humble, smart, intelligent, like. The quality of women that he produced was unbelievable. Like, I could not believe it. I was blown away. And uh, it kind of reawakened this dream of me of having a good family in this industry. And watching them be so grounded and and so cool. And sitting here with him, it's just, it it could happen. You could have literally it it all. It it exists. Yeah. It it does. Like, he's sitting here and I'm literally like, dude, dude, you've had a successful career, a successful private life, public life, all the things. And I, I don't know if you know his kids, but they're stellar human beings, bro. Pat and uh, uh, Chris, Chris, Catherine? They have Catherine, to be. Yeah, they yeah. just ditched us for them. No, but <laughs> they went to it's, go paint. I, dude, it, it's My just dad the most... doesn't paint with me. Dad, dude, do you know how much it costs? the last time you painted? When's the last time y'all painted together, Mr. Big George? Your with, son, George. He literally looked me in the face and said, with who? <laughs> when's the last... Hey, Big George, when's the last time you painted with Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> 15, 15 minutes was what we were originally supposed to be given. Do you know how much it would cost to get 45 minutes of Arnold Schwarzenegger's time? Like, like that was that dude, was he incredible. Doesn't, he doesn't do podcasts. <laughs> Nuts, he dude. Do I don't even. Purpose. You slipped, bro. Oh, yo, Dylan, you <laughs> fell over. Dylan took a tumble. Dylan, you <laughs> also jumped. Back Wait, you didn't, you didn't hear the bang in the back. You you ran into a, a wall. With my forehead. <laughs> Are you good? With my forehead. Well, yo, listen. <laughs> With my forehead. Listen, it's guys. It's Super Bowl Monday right now. It is the least productive day. On Earth, people are not at their jobs right now. They are not at. They you are not. Have been at the beach. You would have been relaxed. Four days. Total Dog. Four days. Total hours of sleep. Four days. Twelve hours. I was, max. I was, I was at ten. Hours. Max. Yeah. I think I have like. We have been off seven Drake, Justin Bieber <laughs> concerts, every after party, every suite, just running, and then we get the call yesterday. Arnold Schwarzenegger, eight a.m. I'm sorry, what? Said, huh? What? Roll the video of Logan asking you after the Super Bowl win. Where the, the after parties? Actually, roll that, roll that. And Mike, and Logan goes, Mike, where's the after parties? And Mike, are you, you I know, I go, what are you talking about? <laughs> I do not ever want to go to a party ever again. Yo, that, that suite that we were in yesterday was sweet. Are we doing, are we doing thank you, this? Thank you, thank you to them. Sweet. Thank oh, you to shout Raisin. out Raising Canes for and having Todd. us at the suite. Todd, well, shout out. Whoa, I you love had them. Raising Canes. Yeah, yeah. I love them too. Todd, his whole family. Again, another like successful business, public life, yeah. private life. Like the whole family was so sweet. They were nice enough to give us tickets to the Super Bowl, invite us to their suite, which attracted the most clouded up group of Everyone. people I've ever seen Everyone. in my life. It was because Everyone. you went to Arnold. I mean, uh. Sylvester yeah, Stallone's podcast uh, and I'm didn't not invite us. The fact that no one's inviting me, I'm calling everybody out here. Listen, when you get a girlfriend, this is what happens: you get on the do not invite list. It's true. Well, I was I wasn't even invited <laughs> but at I, first. I have then... a I have a girlfriend, and you? she didn't come. That's what happened. Because you George. didn't invite your girlfriend. That's what you have to do, George. <laughs> but I want to be invited. What happened, guys? I'm a great wingman. Watch this. Check us out. If a girl's looking, okay, let's be real. If a girl's looking at you, <laughs> right, I'll be like, "Yo, that guy is a good boxer." You know what I mean? Like, see what? Okay, maybe I shouldn't come out. Mike was invited. Mike was invited <laughs> more. Mike was invited morning of, if it means anything. Yes, you were, that's you were invited that's today. Correct. I was for yesterday's Super yeah. Bowl. I invited all of you guys to the beach, dude. It was Super Bowl Sunday, George. No one wants to go to the beach. Why Super not? Bowl. Nobody's there. Okay. Parking. Okay, hold on. Prime, are we actually Prime. doing this? Are we actually doing this like whole thing of the of that Super Bowl? Because we have a story to tell What's about story? a certain rapper on a bus. Oh what yeah. So, okay, okay, okay. Wait, okay. can I say who's in the booth? Yeah. So Nelly is the rapper that he was talking about. What? What happened well, with Nelly, fun. man? What? Some happened, but let me tell you. You Here's see Logan's. You see Logan's yeah, sneakers. Yeah, you too, guys. <laughs> You don't say anything during the Arnold Schwarzenegger podcast. You, you, you bang your head. You fall over. Well, and this I kid can't get him. one word out. Any of you. Let him say his words. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner, Drewski, French Montana, Sean Mendez, Murder Beats, Theo Vaughn, Food God, Mike fucking Malak, the Raising Cane's family and owner, and uh, our accountant. Alex Smith, dude, dude. and um, and uh, uh, the One Direction, um, 
Niall Not to mention Jack Harlow. Like, dude, oh, like, bro, people were, came in there, easy. There. People were popping in and out all day, but before, uh, crazy, crazy. Like the most eclectic group what? of people. <laughs> you just him giggling in my ear for no uh, reason. The most. The, George is really on one today. Dude. What? I'm just. You <laughs> hug. The most eclectic group of people in one room that I've probably seen, and obviously a lot of the suites are like that at the Super Bowl, but this one was special. But before we even got there, we got on the bus earlier that morning from the Beverly Hills Hotel, and I saw this man jump on the bus, and the first thing he said was, damn, they got two stripper poles in here? And me and Jeff looked at each other and said, is that fucking Nelly on this bus? Dude, we get to meet a lot of people in this industry. We get to meet a lot of cool people. Yeah. But when you see, when we, in this Age and you, you as well. I was about to say, what you see, you see Nelly, E I E I E I, uh oh. <laughs> I would immediately ride start blasting bro. the heat just so I could hear him say, "Is it getting hot in here?" Bro, and then I did one made. worse. I got right on Ox and threw on. We going down, down, baby, <laughs> dude. He has some slaps. Bro. No, Slap he, no he, goes, he goes, nah, 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 nah. nah. Yeah. Man, cut the shit, bro. He was the guy. And then, bro, Mike, Mike wasn't letting. Him well, have I said it. two. I did two, but, <laughs> two, but two of his yeah, songs in a but row. But he, he, no, not in a row. But he, but then <laughs> I had to text Mike and say, yo, he's not into. Mike no. is that guy. Mike <laughs> is that guy. Huh? He said, he's not he interested. Texted, he texted our group chat. He was like, yo, he's getting mad. You know why? This is why I love our group. Is because. Because we're like, dude, there's been so many times where we have to contain ourselves. I had Jason Statham right in front of me one time, and he had to pry me away from <laughs> hugging him from his back. Because, bro, like, listen, I know I ain't shit, bro. Jason Statham is, he's a sexy man. How am I not going to hug him from the back and rub his head? Mike, let's continue your story. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so, but, but. You see us all clowning around, and, and he was sitting in a group of people that was, you know, it's, by the way, once again, it's the morning before the Super Bowl. People are stoic. They're relaxing. But they see us, me, Logan, and Psycho Jeff in the front going nuts, turning up to music. He gravitates towards us. People love positive energy. They like to turn up. So he shows up, and he sits right in front of Logan, and we start this conversation. Hold for playing. He actually, he actually was going after the alcohol, not you, Mike. I was going to say, I, was I didn't say, say me. Goes, I didn't goes, say me. There was something about it. There was something <laughs> about it. I go, I could, I, it's hard for me to picture Nelly on a bus <laughs> just gravitating, <laughs> dancing towards you, it, it, playing his songs. It, it, it was, it was a little, he's, he's half right. He, he was closer to liquor, but he also could have gotten a shot and went back to his seat. See, Bro, we were, we were turning up. We were turning up, up we and everybody else was sitting there talking about business. Still having not slept. Right, still having not slept from the Drake party. So he, so he sits down with us and start talking about bowling, start talking about gambling, start, he said, you know who my favorite person in the world to smoke weed was? So we're sitting there having this like crazy conversation with him and Logan is, is sitting there and he goes along the lines of, I won't quote, a paraphrase. Paraphrase. Nelly, let me tell you a little bit about why Air Force Ones are such. No, 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 no. I know what. There was a very natural. I know what he said. He said these are four days in Super Bowl. Got it. Because the way they look. Zoom in right now. Like they're just old and kind of decrepit. They decrease. These are only four days old. And I was, I was like, this is four days old after like degenerate Super Bowl party. Air Force Ones look like how many? And then I was like, I was like, and it's crazy because I was like, yo, Jeff, you need to give me like three pairs of fresh ones every time I come back to the. States and Nelly's looking at me just like, and I, and I think nothing of it. I'm like, I love. I go, dude. I go. I go, Nelly, bro. Like, fresh pair of Air Force Ones, straight up. I don't know if there's any better shoe in the world. I go, like, I think. Straight I said, I go. I think every person should have like three pairs of these just ready. To and, go. I go, and I go, and I go, I go, Logan. Are you sure they need three pairs and not two? And pairs? Logan goes, Mike. What are you why, talking about? Why, why two? two? I need three. <laughs> And I don't know. And I look at Nelly and I look at Mike and I'm like, he doesn't know if it's a joke yet or he's dead serious. I have no idea. I'm like, why does it matter? They're just they're shoes. They're a great pair of shoes. And Nelly got real serious for a second. He goes, I'm the reason you have those shoes oh, on your feet right now. Bro. He made them popular. A hundred percent. Never heard Mike, Mike goes, he, he shows me the, the YouTube video and you know, what's it called? Air Force Ones. Air Force Ones. And I'm like, 
out of all the things Never. to talk about, why? Why I don't it? know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it was such a weird circumstance. How, and also, how the fuck did I not know that? And I'm like, I'm like, dude. Uh. <laughs> and then, know, like, of course, of course, Mike is like, all right, I gotta play it. And Nelly's like, nah. No, the girl, the girl wanted me to play it really bad. The girl from Airplane Mode. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sweetheart. Yeah. Real nice girl. Michaela, yeah? Yeah, Michaela, yeah. Um, but then I did the same thing not too long after. We were walking through a crowd, and somebody ran up to him like, Nelly, I got to get a picture with you. And I go, he's like, he's like, I don't have time for this shit. I go, just tell them to have their phone ready and do in selfie mode while they walk next to you. He goes, you trying to tell me how to take pictures with fans, man? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I we are idiots. Oh, I go, we are idiots. <laughs> we are idiots. But by, but by the way, all love, dude yeah. is the happiest coolest one of the coolest people i've ever met True. all day long we're hanging out with all the people in the suite and, and all i kept saying was where is nelly we gotta go find we gotta find i'm like bro we're, we're having a great time like fucking sway lee's here <laughs> shout out sway lee he's coming on so here we got sway will be on for sure that dude's fucking awesome drewski will be on a thousand percent in the next in the next month or so um athletes uh oh oh well, I mean, well, one of segue into halftime Super Bowl show. Oh my God! In the middle of the Super Bowl, dog breaks out one of the most legendary performances of all time. Don't do another Super Bowl show. Yeah. Just never do another. Don't don't do another. Bro, is it better than Bruno Mars? Bro, <laughs> leave George. Leave. George, whoa, whoa, whoa. Late, George, Mars, George, you're George, never, you're George. We're getting paid. George, are you insane? <laughs> I know. What do what? you mean you're with him? That's why you fell over during the show because Bruno you say Mars. shit like that. Bruno <laughs> Mars. Disrespect that you're giving to now, legends that are as old as Bruno Mars. Hold on, let's let's. By the way, shaped every bit of culture, music, taste, fashion that. Well, he we here's the problem. Here day. He doesn't know you what happened. You told Nelly about Air Force Ones. Don't come at me with culture. <laughs> Don't you ever come at me about culture again. Here's well the problem is George doesn't know what happened. By this point everyone watched beach. he was on the beach playing fucking volleyball with his dad painting hearts. There was <laughs> Super no Bowl there. Sunday. He goes, there was no one at the beach. No <laughs> shit. He goes, he My goes dad is fun. He goes, was he goes, was fun. You missed it. <laughs> yeah, man. Wish we could have been there, dude. We so, should have missed Dre and Snoop and Eminem and 50 Cent. Mary J. Yo, Blige. listen. Mary J. Blige. Yo, bro, bro, bro. And Kendrick. And Kendrick oh Lamar. One All right, it could possibly show. be as good as Bruno Mars. I'll have to watch it to make an honest decision. But 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 by the time this episode comes out, it's a it's a three-week-old story. Yeah, so it's like, cares. but yeah. But yeah. it was it was cool being in the suite with all these people, and all of us were sharing this very special moment in our lives where all of us were equally as flabbergasted and, and just, we knew we were all blessed to be there with each other watching a performance like that. During the halftime show especially. In general as well because LA has been tortured by this pandemic, dude. And people have been stuck in, just, just like everybody else, but we've in a way tortured ourselves more than anyone else. It made it impossible to go inside, made it impossible to go anywhere without a mask on or whatever. And to be in this sweet with all these people out back outside yeah. during this legendary Super Bowl halftime performance with LA in the Super Bowl LA winning the Super Bowl yeah what a moment for Los Angeles bro yeah. what a moment for Los Angeles and to be and to be surrounded by colleagues creators artists athletes and all the people that play in this fucked up weird circle that we exist in it was a, it was a legendary moment it could have been uh, either way that night cuz on the drive home from that incredible beach night uh we stopped by that burger joint and i saw like i'm not kidding maybe nine swat cars with them standing on the outside but the biggest smile on their faces because they're like oh we're okay the city's not gonna burn tonight it's like they were waiting they were waiting for it to lose and then people are gonna just start which i think did end up happening actually i think they did do a little looting david was telling me but it's just um, a minor loot. Yeah, it's just a minor looting. It took us six hours to get home. Oh my god! Six. I hours? erased that from my mind. <laughs> How dare you bring that back into my mind? We 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 police. <laughs> no we, traffic at the beach. By we the way, not try to rub it in. <laughs> no traffic at the beach. Primo parking and everything. We police escorted in. It took us about five minutes to get to the game and about twelve Three hours. hours. Three hours. <laughs> well, I think that's it. Probably. 
Yeah. You're probably done. Really stepping it up on the guests lately, man. Like, it's almost like another rival podcast, like, kind of forced us to step it up. Imagine if Shaq showed up, dude. Oh, that was the other thing. <laughs> yeah, Shaq stood us up. Well, he actually could have sat down and stood me up. He's really tall, but... Hey, nice. Wait, none of Thank those. you. None of those. Wait, did you, do you, want, to, do you want to say? None of those. Do you want to say he what happened? He said nice. He said none, none of those kind of jokes. <laughs> do you want to... Do you want to say what happened when we ran into yeah, him? Yeah, we were at the Sports Illustrated oh, party. Oh, yeah, I saw him, and I fucking pressed him. Well, Wait, you did you know you did it? No, you was going to. And you I, I, Mike's like, yo, tell Shaq he'd be great on our podcast today. I would have. And, and I, yeah, I was going to. And right as I was about to do it, he beat me to the punch. He goes, hey, man, <laughs> sorry I couldn't come on your podcast today. And I was like, yeah, man, you did great. But he had already said. Yeah, he already so, sucked all the wind out. Yeah, and then and then the I, was, you. I was looking up at him, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> "I'm just kidding, bro. You're Shaq. You can honestly do whatever the fuck you want." Yeah, and he goes, "I know. I was like, I'll, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, we'll accommodate. <laughs> you don't give a shit. Whatever, whatever you fucking want. We'll wait for you." He didn't even give a reason. Year. I go, "What was his reason?" He goes, "There wasn't one. He just said sorry I didn't make it to your podcast. Hard <laughs> stop. No, but no, no, but, like oh, we'll do it next time. Like just nothing. No, I'm. We're gonna get him on. We're fucking, he's fucking Shaq. But you have to understand when you're dealing with a guest." Like a caliber like that, these things happen, dude. Like I take yeah, oh, for zero sure. offense. For sure, for sure. Zero. I was, I was brushing my teeth, very aggravated. No, no. no I no. was like, how and he? and and that Oliver Tree podcast amazing changed my life. Bang. What a show! That was the best podcast I've ever done. What a show! Like, I like him. A that lot. guy's fucking awesome. I was showing in our three-hour drive back. <laughs> Just constant <laughs> posts from Oliver, Oliver Tree, Tree on his Instagram. It gets even more ridiculous know, than he is as a human. He, dog, he, at one point he goes, I mean, the, the, the backstory that he goes and how deep-rooted his jokes are, his inside <laughs> jokes. That he's, he's a massive troll, but he lives permanently in that space. One part he's like, yeah, man, so I got this, I signed this artist under me. His name's Lil Ricky. It's a mad talented dude. And we're all like, yeah, yeah, fire. Cool, man. Yo, Lil Ricky's like an alien. No, he is an alien. He's a seven-foot alien. He's a seven-foot-tall alien. Seven alien. <laughs> he was telling all about how he's this great artist and all this shit. He, no, he lives in a different world. His timeline and all, like, dude, that's why on the podcast, I was really nervous that people think I didn't like him. I was so fucking confused. Yeah, 100%. On what was happening. He's a genius. That's what yes, you need to know. Yes, if, yes. if you know that about him, every other thing you do, you look at in a different scope. And once you're in on, on the joke, yeah. and you see what he's doing. You're like, this guy is fucking brilliant. I did a, I did a deep dive on all the shit. When I went home, I watched the music videos. His legal, like, his biggest thing is his legal team. Yeah. Jeremiah, yeah. Jer Jer Jeremiah Johnson, Jeremiah Johnson, Jeffrey, Jeremiah Johnson, Jer Jeremiah, Jeff Jeffrey, Jeffrey, nah, Jeremiah Johnson, Jeremiah, J Jeffrey, which yeah. by the way is just him, <laughs> but there's a website. <laughs> oh there's every, God. bro. He, does he, he just, Dude, yes. his dedication. Every character is like yes. fully built out. He's like a. Uh, uh, he is like that. Yes. Who, who, oh, man, yeah, that no, that's it. That's, that's it. it. His, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As fucked up as he it's just like Eddie made Murphy that happen. Tyler, Tyler Perry, who plays all the characters. He just. You know what I mean? Eddie like Murphy plays, does it. Yeah. yeah, there's others that Mike Myers does it. Like, yeah. like when I was looking at the, the, Michael Myers. the slime, <laughs> the, the print yep. on the slime bottle, and I'm like, oh, he like wrote a backstory and has calories he planned on saying the serving size joke i was like there's three thousand calories he's like well that's actually per serving there's two and a half servings <laughs> bro dude like he had what? set up jokes like that's yeah dude it's incredible also but i loved i loved when he broke out of character when you were still filming afterwards with him and you could see a little like a little you can break them like you can break them with by 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 re reverse unoing him yeah, yeah. that's yes. how you, and i was doing it outside when we did went yeah, after yeah. i did it a million you got to make a joke that ones up his level and he'll you break his little, character you get a little giggle out of correct him. Little that, and then he resets that's and it. then he resets because it's not and it's, it's like a treat really you're like a, it's not really a character it, like it, it, it is it sure. is but <laughs> It's him. That's just That's him. Who he is. Yeah. Is I like there a chance voice, that podcast way. isn't out yet when this one comes out? Yeah. Yes, right? Oh, that's yeah. a good build up for then. Would you be down to go to Vegas right now? Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Can I come? Um, please. <laughs> Are you bringing a Do you have a Valentine? Um Yeah. Many? No. Do Do you have Yo, you got a Valentine? Yeah. <laughs> and you too? Well, you're thinking about it. <laughs> thinking about it. Yours is funny though. Yeah, <laughs> wow. You know, well, things happen. All right, guys, that's it. 
Thanks for watching this episode of Impulsive. Hit that subscribe button. We love you. We really do love you. It's been great lately. The vibes are fantastic. And uh, shout out to our team. Shout out to our team. Yeah. Dylan, Caleb, yeah, thank Christina, you guys. Caitlin, thank you, honestly. Jeff. Everyone who participated. What about obviously, Kevin, who's sitting over there. David, anything? No. Well, mm. yeah. No, no, no. Because we've been running and gunning and going. <laughs> and uh, our team's been doing an amazing job of getting yes, uh, everything yes. where it needs to be on time, proper. And Dylan, thanks for holding that shade yeah, there. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had a personal one. I was just like this before. I know. I know. I noticed. I noticed. I was like, he's standing in front I'm of this. I'm very surprised we made this makeshift yeah, work. Crazy. That is absurd. All right. We're done. Bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.